Welcome to the Unenlightened Gurus, where we don't have any answers, but we love discussing the questions. I'm one of your hosts, Denise. And this is Gina. What up, Gina? (laughs) What up? How are you? Well, I'm good. We had a little bit of some technical difficulties. We just had some Denise difficulties. That's all. Forgot to turn the mic on and it was very frustrating. <laughs> I feel like that's symbolic of us and our journey is forgetting to turn on the flow of power before we begin a task. Um, you might be right. <laughs> Maybe. How are you? I'm doing really good. It's snowing over here in in the hills and it's it's beautiful. I don't every time it snows, it's like I become nine years old again. It's so funny. I think it snowed one time during like the five or six years I lived in Texas. And then it snowed uh, a few times in my childhood in in Oklahoma, but nothing like here, like here, it's going to snow a few times a week after beautiful after November. Right. And it's, it's just, it's awesome. And I, I love hearing about uh, Tulsa's snow misadventures. Tina, it was terrible. And <laughs> I mean, I had, my son was crying. He was like, I, I wanted to not go to school. And he just was like, I don't understand. And then I sent you that picture where literally there was just in the middle of the state, got nothing. <laughs> it was funny because on the, on the weather map you sent me, it showed the snow and the storms and it looked like a donut of yeah. snow and storms and Tulsa was the middle. And I yeah. was like, that looks like an entirely natural occurrence that no one should question. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's right. You're such a jackass. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything in mind you want to talk about? Cause I had a question come in from a friend that we could address and then kind of go from there. Sure. Sure. Go ahead. Well, one thing they were asking, like in listening to our podcast, a lot of times I feel like we're saying the same thing over and over again. That's not what they said. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But I also know like there's so many different ways to approach things and it's, you just never know how it's going to stick, you know, Mm -hmm. or how you're going to hear it differently that day. But one thing was the actual, like, how do you apply? um, How do you stop applying your own narrative to the core truth? And like, how do you train yourself to not do that anymore? And that was, I thought a really good question because sometimes I get lost in the how. Um, But of course I also, you and I laugh about it. Like I want to make it like a Harvard study (laughs) that it's it's very difficult and you have three hours of homework every day. Right. right. And then you possibly can. And when sometimes the answer is simply, you just quit. Hmm. You know, don't you think like sometimes it's just that you recognize that your own narrative is coming up in that moment? Well, I think at some point you certainly make a decision to choose a new perspective. Um, That seems really allowed. But most importantly, I think that the person who asked the question, we need to like stop and have a party because that is the most awesome question to be asked in this human experience. Uh which is just question everything. If you're Mm. wondering what to question everything, Mm. everything that I've been told, everything that 
you know, once I realize everything that I am perceiving is just evidence that my ego is collecting that I'm right. Uh, once I'm there, then I can be like, oh, well, then there that means there's something else going on. I'm not saying that it's not true what you're perceiving, like, because what is true is a whole other podcast. Okay. The truth that that is inside all of us and outside of all of us. But if we're just at the point where what I'm perceiving is different to different people, if you can just get there, then you understand that life is not subjective. There's not one objective truth that's happening. And then every, not, not on earth, that's the mm. elsewhere, maybe, but on earth, we're the only ones here. I'm the ever, I'm the only one here. You're the only one there. Whoever asked the question, it's their world. Mm. And, and if they can look at like this morning, again, I'm always bringing up A Course in Miracles because to me, it, it is a mind retraining program. It is, it is healing my split mind and the split mind, well, the two parts that I'm, that I'm working on healing and then honing my connection with are, is the ego and the spirit. Each morning I wake up and I have to make a choice. Now that is really simple. Like I want to choose for spirit. I want to choose for God, but the ego creates the illusion of a million obstacles between me and that position until I've quieted the ego because the ego is loud and spirit is quiet. So however I'm perceiving a situation, does it feel loud? Does it hurt my head? Does it, make my shoulders tense and my, my breathing short and, and rapid. Well, then I'm believing something that's not true, which means I'm believing the ego. I love it. And another way I heard that one time was through, I was listening to a talk on from someone in AA and they said that either, either your character defects are leading your day or leading your mind or your higher power is. Mm -hmm. And I like that a lot too. Like, what are you, what are you deciding to follow um, your ego yeah. or your spirit? And so then let's break that down even, even simpler still, if it's my higher power or my, my defects. Okay. So is love guiding my day or fear guiding my mm. day? And then take that. Let's, let's break that. That can be even simpler. So am I in love or am I witnessing a call for love? Mm. That's all I'm doing all day, every day. And then I'm making choices based on that. Now, what what seems to be going on now uh, in 2023 human, this human timeline, it seems to be that, uh, you know, there's some stuff going on. So we have to be loud and violent to fix it, mm. which, uh, you know, pardon me, but the whole history you guys have taught us is that, uh, we've been loud and violent all through this timeline and it hasn't worked. It's brought us here. Right. So, so how could the answer be, well, we'll just do it better this time. To me, that sounds like insanity. Well, I was laughing a couple of weeks ago, Greg and I sometimes like to call you yeah. uh, on our dates. <laughs> <laughs> like what's Gina doing? Yes. But I remember, and it was so interesting um, you were talking to him and, and of course you're going to have a better memory. Like I have a memory, like an elephant, except for when it comes to conversations, I'm like, 
I, I don't recall exactly what was said, or I make up something that was said. And, um, but you guys were talking and, you know, he was kind of going through a hard time and you were like, well, you know, how do you see the world? And he was just kind of like, I want all these people creating all this injustice mm-hmm. to be hung. <laughs> Yeah, And yeah. like, we thought he was going to say something really profound. And you and I just were like, what? Um, right. And it just, and I, you know, I don't know if you can kind of recall what you said to him, but it just, I saw tears kind of well up in his eyes. Like he got it mm. uh, of what kind of world he was creating with his ego. Yeah. I mean, okay. Let's think about that. Like there's, there's a few characters that show up on my tv that i i'm getting better at not fanning the flames of the emotional response i receive that's like anger where i want to like put guilt and blame on them for some Mm. outside situation and so uh greg's response that like well he had a simple solution well we're we're, going to kill the people that are responsible that 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 was his legitimate and Mm -hmm. properly trained Mm. response that's what we're supposed to think we're supposed to think that's the answer yeah but when you, but when you break that down and think okay i'm gonna kill all the bad guys that's what he was saying and then we'll only have good guys i guess that's the answer um but let's think about this okay so in that answer there's vengeance there's violence there's torture um and then my response was Okay, so that's what your solution looks like, those things I've listed. Now tell me how you see the world, which was exactly the same, full of violence and vengeance Mm. and waiting for someone to deliver justice. So in his fighting, what he felt was wrong with the world, he was creating what was wrong with the world. Right. So if all of us are sitting around waiting for that bad guy, to eliminate so that the world is a better place. Like I said before, you're the only one here. So those people you're thinking about in your mind, you've told yourself a story that they're separate people, but the only people that can show up in your mind are the people is you. <laughs> you're creating them. You're doing a story. You're creating a little home movie where like this person symbolizes this and this person symbolizes that, but it's just you. And so what is it the things, what is it that those people represent and how are those things that they represent present in you? And let's go heal that. We don't even have to worry about those guys. They'll just, it's like un. Mm. we we don't have a war to fight with weapons and violence and vengeance the only solution we need to do is become the best of who we are and then naturally the the focus is taken away from those individuals right and we plug into into the real power into the real truth of who we are and then what oh sorry i was gonna say you always remind me when i'm in the middle of like when I'm in pain, you're like, you keep thinking that if the outside changes or, you know, if you fix the outside, the inside will fix. And it's just the complete opposite. Well, it's funny how like our mind our the ego mind is really, it likes to mess with time. So in our mm. mind, what we remember is this outside thing happened. And then I felt this way, like mm. we'll convince ourselves that, but the truth is you already felt that way. And then you found evidence for why you feel that way. 
And so you felt, and so once you got proved right in your ego mind, you, you felt it even more. She's like, aha, I knew it. I knew this person was evil and I knew I was right about them. And, you know, or I knew they'd never get it or I knew, you know, yeah. yeah, I don't know anybody who at some point we haven't had a conversation in the last few years that basically consisted of, you know, the summary would go like, if everyone would just listen to me, none of this would happen. Like a thousand percent. <laughs> and I stand by that. <laughs> and, and, and the truth is, yeah, if you just listen to you, none of this would happen. Mm. You know, if you just listen to your higher self, none of this would, would happen, but we chose to be here. We chose to be in human 3D consciousness and play this game and we can't screw it up. It just might last longer. Oh my God. We were laughing. So I'm getting ready to leave town. Yeah. And I was telling you, I was like, I sometimes get this nervous energy about leaving. And I'm like, and of course in my head, it's because something bad's going to happen or, you know, and you were like, it's because you can't, I can't control what goes on, you know, here. And I laughed and said, well, I don't know that Greg's going to, you know, raise Ron in the way I want him to. <laughs> Right. And you cracked up and you're like, from all of our conversations, you don't raise Ronan <laughs> the way you want to. Right. Yeah. 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 And it was just a funny moment. I was like, yeah, it's true. It is. So it true. is more and more interesting to me that there there's there. There's so many things that um, appear to be going on right now that are just fantastic mirrors for for uh, the human race to learn, to learn from, to remember who we are. And it's inevitable. Like we are in a space of in-between right now where it's like, I don't know what's going to happen next, mm -mm. but I do know I have a choice and it could be bad <laughs> or it could be amazing. Right. And I'm seeing more and more evidence that it's amazing like when I look back and look at like the news or my education or the cult I grew up in or whatever else I look at, it's like they, the powers that be seem to have spent an inordinate amount of time and money and muscle in making sure I've forgotten who I really am. Mm. And there's only one good reason to do that. And that's, if I'm exceedingly powerful and yeah. they don't want me to know that. Yes. So it, looking at that, it's like, oh, like there's literally it. It's not a joke to say there's nothing to fear here. There's nothing like nobody can even impose anything on me. I have to agree to anything that I experience. So knowing that it's just kind of like oh well this is no wonder i wanted to be here now this is going to be a fun ride speak for yourself <laughs> well uh, and let i mean we no, let's I'm be just... specific what things are happening out in the world or inside your home that seem that you you know that give the illusion of like a big deal are you asking me or yeah yeah just like let's name something let's be specific uh business always feels hard for me oh okay okay um do you want a better answer <laughs> <laughs> well okay so so that let's pick that you don't mean business is hard you mean money is hard like 
No. Well, oh. I no, it's not even money, really. It's just the responsibility of day to day. Maybe that's it. And maybe it's not even just the business. It just it feels like all this responsibility, whether it's taking care of patients or hmm. you know, all of that. Let's say that. Responsibility. Responsibility for taking care of someone else. Well, yes, and myself sometimes. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny you work that in there. So, you know, I think the parenting thing is like really interesting because again, I don't have kids. Um, I'm exceedingly close with my mother. Oh, do I love her? Yes. I had dinner with her the other night. (laughs) I I know. I'm glad you guys had a good time, but I know that I know how thick the parenting illusion gets because my mother and I speak about it a lot. Actually, she's like, I can't believe I, you know lost so much sleep worrying like it was like her she felt it was her duty to worry about me Mm. like that's and pray for me and like for me to be okay that I wouldn't be you know she was literally worried that I would die which was a legitimate concern during the time she was worried about it Mm -hmm. um but it does seem like to be a very convincing illusion that again I need to take care of this other person even before I take care of myself. It's like, you can even tie it into money and business. It's like, I'll relax when I've raised my son correctly. I've got enough money in the bank. I've got, you know, these things in my savings account and I have this illusion of security and then I'll be okay. But the truth is there's only one thing we have to do which is take care of ourselves. And when I say take care of ourselves, I mean, seek joy. And when I say Mm -hmm. seek joy, I mean, start questioning why you're doing anything that doesn't bring you joy. Like everything, like we really should have like a public forum. Like whose idea was this? Who, who came out of the womb and said, I want to have, you know, a, a good career <laughs> with good dental insurance and a proper uh, retirement so that when I get to this age, I can, re- I, like the whole thing is an illusion based on allu- an illusion based on an illusion. And really, okay, we'll start with kids. You want to know that your kids are okay. Your kids will be okay when they have the proper tools to mm. use to be, to be okay. How do they learn those tools? By watching you, by watching you take care of you so by you choosing you first your kids are taken care of your job is taken care of your money is taken care of all those things but you've been taught that it's opposite you got to do all these things first and then you'll relax but really there's only one priority here does that make sense oh yeah well and your mom was talking to greg and i and we were kind of just talking about you know just we just kind of vomited all this stuff about business and about this to her and she was the cutest thing because she looked at us and she goes, I wouldn't want to be you two. <laughs> and I just cracked up because it, I mean, you know, she's like, well, you have a beautiful house and you have this and you have that, but what are your priorities? Mm. And it really just kind of, it really sunk in for me. Um, what are our priorities? And, and I think I, like you said, I think that it was told to me what they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know in my heart what they really are, but I, that's not my actions. Um, 
my actions say that work and all of that is a bigger priority sometimes than my own son. Mm. And that was a huge wake up call, like a good one. Like it was like, yeah, it really is that simple of what, what we're doing every day is, is obviously we can say it's not our priority, but it is our priority because we're doing it. Yeah. I mean, I, in the text this morning, I was reading about how we receive what we expect to receive. You know, mm. we, we make a decision. We have expectations. We decide what we want. We show the universe what we want by focusing on it. And we were literally taught out of the box. You got to be a problem solver. Isn't that funny? They even put the problem first. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be a, it's, and it's like part of it, I think like it, it, it like melted in our collective consciousness that like we're problem solvers to be a problem solver. There have to be problems mm. and they must take focus. And then I get to solve them and I get to save the day. Right. So it's like, so we're like creating this loop. It's like problem solver, problem solver. Um, but what is it we really want? You know, right. peace. Yeah laughter mm. experience adventure play yeah i think part of us yes and i think i think for a long time my idea was like i thought peace meant boredom isn't that funny mm. yeah because <laughs> and say what you want about the current state of the world is it boring nope it ain't boring we're certainly not bored um not peaceful either <laughs> But, but I will, I have made poor choices in the past of choosing things to do or to focus on so that I'm avoid being bored. And by mm. needing to avoid being bored, then I create all of this drama, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. But really. Yeah. Or, or I'm searching at other people's problems because <laughs> like, well, it's like, I think that's like the whole reality TV thing and stuff. It's like, oh, I'll get sucked into you know, and it's so funny how it's like everyone collectively agrees we get to sit around and judge these people on TV and they're horrible people. Meanwhile, it's not even real, whatever's going well, on there. And anything we see reflected is just conscious, is, is present in us and we're oblivious to it. Like it's, 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 it's really kind of, it's a little embarrassing when I go back and look at like who I've judged in my lifetime. Like I had no mm. business. Oh God. Yeah. I can feel that a lot. But remember that time you called me and you're like, I don't know. And I told you about these, this Mormon. <laughs> what? There were these Mormons. I don't like, you're talking about just how we watch other people and uh -huh. it's just such a distraction of reality TV. And there was this Mormon and her and her husband were like swingers and then they got a divorce. <laughs> and I mean, I was wrapped up in that story for two <laughs> weeks and I have no idea who this girl was. I was like, Oh shit. But guess what? I wasn't looking at. <laughs> right. Right. You know, you know, mm. but I was going to, so let me tell you this. I did get this new book okay, and it's called, um, and it kind of goes with what we're talking about. And if it doesn't, you'll figure out a way to make it fit. Um, but it's called good inside mm. and it's a parenting book. And it's simply like, I just started it, but it's like, what happens if we come as parents and as lovers and as friends, I mean, it's not, this doesn't say lovers or friends, but it's just talking, um, that our initial thought at any moment is that that person is good inside, including ourselves. 
Mm-hmm. And I absolutely, I know it sounds kind of silly and stupid, but it's like, I automatically think like the minute I feel like Ronan is manipulating me, it's like, well, I've raised a serial killer. <laughs> right. You know, instead of just fundamentally just sitting there in that moment and going, oh, he's good inside. I'm good inside. He's mm-hmm. needing something mm-hmm. and not needing, or he's feeling something or, you know, whatever that is. And just start from the place of good inside and how often, cause I don't know about you. Um, I mean, you and Carmen are, are, you know, fairly new in a relationship, but right. I will focus on what's wrong. And if I really just would focus on what's good, imagine all the good I'd find, you know, and imagine in that moment, even when I'm frustrated with my own son, to go, oh, he's, he's good inside. And I think the biggest thing is to remind myself I'm good inside because, mm-hmm. and I, and we've talked about this, but what I regret, I think the things I find myself saying to him, I mean, I realize I'm like, God, you're an asshole to yourself, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Cause I'll be saying it out loud, like halfway through. And I'm like, what, what a dick thing to say, <laughs> you know? But then I realize, oh, you say that to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if that, it it does. I'll go with it. Yeah. I mean, no, that's, that's perfect. And I, I would say, you know, my wonderful sponsor and spiritual advisor is constantly reminding me only what's good and true. Only Mm. what's good and true is welcome. Only what's good and true will last. Only what's good and true is here. Um, the rest is noise and a distorted version of myself, Mm. whatever that is. And realizing that is different than choosing something different. Mm. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's funny because like the kind of, it feels as well, it's possible because I'm constant. My perception is constantly changing as though like the self-help stuff that's so popular mm-hmm. um, on mainstream does just enough work to make you aware of it, but it doesn't actually fix anything. Yes. So it's like, it's, it's commercialized so that you can keep, you always have a book to sell instead of like, really, there's only one book you need that says you're, you're already, you have everything you need. You're at peace. Um, your true nature within you will know what to do and listen to it beyond any other voice in the world. You'll be fine. Well, I guess this is our last podcast. (laughs) But well, if you think about it, remember we, they put us in school for 12 years, minimum, Mm -hmm. most of us and forced us and indoctrinated us to like, not go to the bathroom when we needed to not eat when we needed to um, not play when we wanted to. Um, So of course we're going to be confused now. So if they've spent this much time and we've been, we're, we're like this far in our life before we're realizing, Hey, something's not right. You know, um, then it's probably going to take a little time to undo that. And it takes a lot of effort and it's, we we've made habits of, you know, just do it like going on autopilot, you know, God, yeah. Search it on YouTube for the next video or whatever, instead of being like, you know, how does this make me feel? You know, is this benefiting me? <laughs> like, like the real me in any real way. And maybe I could just go for a walk 
right? Maybe eat something that doesn't have a bunch of chemicals and grew from the ground is, you know, like yeah. it's, it's fascinating because like, I can't find a single thing that, that, that is being noisy as a problem that can't be solved with like more walks in nature and some blueberries, really. <laughs> like we, we don't need to drink, you know, sodas and eat sugary things and mm-hmm. manufacture, you know, processed foods. And it's like, the, we were just weren't, the body was not made to thrive in that condition, you know? And so it's like, we've been, we're growing up in all these toxic, toxic atmospheres. We're like, what went wrong? Like, well, here, here's an idea, you know, turn off the TV, go for a walk, pick an apple off a tree. If you don't have a, a tree with apples on it, then plant one. Right. You know, let's, we know what to do. And we're going to be more than okay. And in the meantime, my goal is to be as comfortable as I can in my own skin and to be at peace. And all I have to do to do that is pay attention to my own life and look around mm. me and see what shows up. What's bothering me? You know, so if I witness a conversation that bothers me, well, what what is it that I believe I saw? Because whatever that is, is what is the lie I'm believing within myself? Because there's only one reason I ever feel bad. And that's, I believe something that's not true because truth always feels like freedom. Man, I don't think there's any more to say, (laughs) except next time, turn your mic on. (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please like, and subscribe.